Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a September 12th Tuesday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places these days, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host for Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. We had one yesterday. We're going to have another one today. We're going to have one more this week as we try to ramp up here. As we approach media day, as we approach tra- training camp, uh, it's just around the corner now. The the start of the NBA season is almost here, and I'm excited for it. And right before I jumped on to do this podcast, uh, I saw that one CJ McCollum caused quite a stir on social media, tweeting about rankings and suggesting that maybe players should rank journalists. But I, I think it was a reflection, again, of the stuff I was talking about yesterday, which is people look at these rankings and and while players, excuse me, look at these rankings and while in a vacuum you can say, hey, they're not they don't mean anything. They do either, you know, indirectly, you know, if people aren't able to catch all the games or. Uh, you know, want to read about the league but can't see, you know, what's going on, you know, these lists a lot of times will help inform where people are. And today, I think the the list that McCollum was calling out was the ESPN NBA rank, which had some hilarious, hilarious rankings uh, on there, which is why, as I said yesterday, my number one ranking and the ranking that I will use as the beacon of who is good and, 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 and player rankings and all that is the SI.com ranking from Ben Golliver and Rob Mahoney. We had some more updates there today, but I think that CJ McCollum's uh, Twitter stance that he just took very recently is about a little bit more than just players getting respect and getting journalists to be held more accountable. Uh, I think there's a little bit more to it than that. I think CJ is playing a little bit of the long game, as I alluded to on Twitter just before I got on here. I think he's playing the long game because uh, one of the guys, the, vic- the, the biggest victim of the ESPN NBA ranked debacles, debacle, was 
one Carmelo Anthony, who is still on the New York Knicks. And uh, I know I've talked about this a lot. I won't go into any more of the the possibilities because I talked about that a lot yesterday. But the biggest controversy here, basically, is Carmelo Anthony was ranked 64th in the ESPN NBA rank behind the likes of Lonzo Ball, Eric Gordon, Avery Bradley, and Devin Booker, and Danny Green. Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is still pretty good. Uh, I know that a lot of people on the internet are very anti-mellow these days. I know that it's become the uh, smart basketball guy take to take that Carmelo Anthony actually is not good. Uh, I think that that's a load of crap. I think that Carmelo Anthony is still good. He is in his twilight, but the guy can still get buckets. He can shoot. He can score. And the Blazers, for instance, don't have a whole lot of other guys that can do that. And But in, in terms of the NBA, Melo still has an ability to carry a team, play solid offense, be efficient from the field in multiple ways, help space the court if he needs to. I know that sometimes... Uh, you know, he can pound the ball a little too much, but I think the give and take there is is worth it to have a guy like Carmelo Anthony on your team. I know the Knicks suck, but they were a dumpster fire last year, so I'm not going to uh, put that on Carmelo Anthony. That yeah, I, I don't think that has anything to do with him. And, and the fact is, I love Lonzo Ball. I think Lonzo Ball is going to be a, a very good NBA player, perhaps great NBA player. And... To have him ahead of Carmelo Anthony when he hasn't even played one game is pretty absurd. And Melo addressed this on his Instagram and his Twitter saying that uh, ESPN was being disrespectful and calling them out. Multiple people have come to his defense and it appears that one of those people is CJ McCollum who suggested that these journalists should get ranked uh, is what McCollum said on Twitter. And he also called them out for their strengths, their weaknesses, and their ability to quote-unquote make up sources. So CJ going all the way in on the journalists. But I think it was a little bit more than just being a little abrasive at some rankings that come out every season. I mean, these rankings come out every year. This is not a new thing. Every year, a couple weeks before the season, we get these rankings. It gets us ready for the season. As I mentioned yesterday, it gets us hyped for basketball. It gets us talking about basketball again, chatting with your friends about this rank or that rank or which player was where. That's what's the best part about these. But I don't necessarily think that C.J. McCollum is 100% uh, mad about the rankings. And I do think that there is a little bit more strategy at play when it comes to, I, I, I think showing that, Hey, you know, we're going to have your back here, Mello. We're going to respect you. And, uh, you won't have to worry about not having the support that you didn't have in New York last season. So while again, it's unlikely it seems that CJ is still doing what he can. And, and and this has been what CJ has been doing all season long on social media. And and not just on social media, working out with guys in New York, saying that he wants to work out with LeBron in L.A., saying saying all these things to the big names, the, 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 the household names in the NBA, guys that 
would clearly help Portland's chances and improve their talent pool on their roster. Uh, this this is just kind of a, a theme that's been happening with CJ this summer, and I I think that this uh, recent Twitter rant that he went on was was just more of the same. I I don't I don't think that, and I'm not saying that to to as a pejorative. I think it's it's very smart because again, um, this is the kind of quote unquote tampering that you can do without it being you know really traced back to you, and I don't think that. You know, and I and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but you know, maybe the Blazers guys should maybe try to tamper more. Like I, everyone does it. No, the, the entire league is tampering with everyone. Everyone's trying to talk about this and that, and trying to get you know this guy on this team. What do you think about this? Everybody does that. So it's it's kind of, you know it, it, it's kind of like uh you know the the Seahawks when they're holding guys on, on, on this defensive secondary you know they're they're just going to hold 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 and then they can't call holding every play and everybody in the NBA is tampering and so no one's going to snitch on people for tampering because everybody's doing it because everyone's trying to get a leg up on the competition and while this doesn't necessarily constitute as tampering it's not as direct as say texting Carmelo Anthony and saying, hey, man, come to Portland. It is the type of subtle thing that I think maybe could display that, hey, uh, if I go to Portland, I'm not just going to be alone in the forest, which I think probably is the uh, outlook that a lot of people have when they're looking at Portland from the outside, especially a place like New York is, you know, there's this place with a whole bunch of trees in the middle of nowhere to a lot of guys in the NBA. And uh, listen, I, I, this is just more of the same from CJ, CJ being the recruiter that I think Dame is not as naturally inclined to be. I think CJ can kind of schmooze and he can operate in, in lots of different worlds and lots of different cities, lots of different places. And I think that that is more his style. And, uh, I think this is more evidence once again of CJ, Putting himself out there, putting the bla- putting the Blazers out there to say, "Hey, you know, I, I'm a voice. I am someone that you want to be aligned with." And I don't know. I I, I think that there was a little bit more to it than just uh, chafing at at the rankings. So, as I mentioned, uh, the Blazers had more guys on the Sports Illustrated. NBA rank today, or as I expected, excuse me, and we'll get to that, but first a word about the Locked On Podcast Network. We're bringing you a lot more content right now as we head into the season, and that goes for all the NBA podcasts on the network, so be sure to listen to and subscribe to the Locked On Podcast Network, the Locked On NBA channel, which has all of our podcasts on there. All of the Locked On Network podcasts when it comes to every team in the NBA. So be on the lookout for that. The Locked On Podcast Network podcast for your favorite team, including the Portland Trail Blazers, right here on Locked On Blazers. 
With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for eight dollars with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are ten for ten dollars with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is twenty cents per gallon and one dollar per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to twenty-five gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com. So, uh, the Sports Illustrated Top 100 continued today. They are going to come out with more of their rankings tomorrow. Yusuf Nurkic came in at 69 in the first half of the rankings where they released ranks 100 through 51. Nurkic, as I mentioned, uh, moving up a couple spots from where the Blazers had a center last, Mason Plumley made it at 93 the previous season, and now they have Nurkic, who uh, should be in for a promising season if if all goes well. And obviously, you know, you're talking about health and all that stuff. Uh, I thought that C.J. McCollum would be named uh, a little bit, obviously, much higher on the list than Nurkic, and. To be frank, I thought he was going to come out a little bit higher than where he was ranked today. And we'll go right to that. Sports Illustrated's very thoughtful duo of Ben Golliver and Rob Mahoney ranked C.J. McCollum at 39 behind Eric Bledsoe, the aforementioned Carmelo Anthony, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Middleton, Hassan Whiteside, Chris Tapps Porzingis, Bradley Beal, and LaMarcus Aldridge, and... I think you, I could I could probably gripe about three or four spots right there, but there's also some really good guys there that, you know, you you make the argument and I'll listen to it that it it's at least a debate, and uh, the fact that he's ahead of you know he's ahead of a lot of really solid players as well. I mean he's ahead of Isaiah Thomas, he's ahead of Joel Embiid, he's ahead of former Blazer Nicholas Batum, and I I, I think that really. McCollum is in the right ballpark. I think you could probably put him at, ahead of Eric Bledsoe, given that Bledsoe doesn't always stay on the court. I think McCollum is a much more efficient scorer, not the defender or the athlete that Eric Bledsoe is from a explosion standpoint or a strength standpoint. But I think as a basketball player, I would rather have CJ McCollum than Eric Bledsoe. I probably... As much as I like Carmelo Anthony and think he should be on the Blazers, and just because I think it would be a good fit, I think CJ is better than Carmelo Anthony. I think you could make the argument that he's better than DeMar DeRozan. And then when you get to Chris Middleton at 35, uh, then maybe, you know, you, you then it's a little bit harder. Middleton uh, is a really good player, a, a, a very good player that you want on your team, a two way wing, as uh, the piece notes. A two-way wing in a league that is starved for two-way wing players. Middleton is long. He's tall. He's got a sweet jumper. He has made big shots in the clutch before in his career for the Bucks. He is a really good complementary player to Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think he would be a good complementary player in pretty much any context. So Chris Middleton there ahead of CJ McCollum. I could see that for sure. I think Bledsoe, Carmelo, and DeMar DeRozan, I think you could have some pretty spirited debates there. And I think if you had to ask me, I would probably take CJ over those three guys. Uh, Middleton is, is is a tough case for me because I think Middleton is great, but I do think if you had to 
choose a guy to to get you buckets in the playoffs or something like that, I'd probably go with CJ. I mean, CJ knows how to score. His jumper is amazing. He has shown that he can do that in the postseason when the attention is turned up way higher. And uh, I, I, I think there's an argument there, but I think McCollum is in at least the right tier of players in the top 40, even though I said yesterday, I think I said he might be type 25. I think it was a little ambitious on my part, but uh, top top 35 maybe. I think you could make the case that he's top 36, top 35, and, and there's a little bit of discussion there. I think Whiteside, Porzingis, Brad Beal, and LaMarcus Aldridge, I, th- I think those guys have earned it with track record. Uh, well, Porzingis less so, but I think the talent of Porzingis really shines through, and, and he's really the unicorn. You, know, you talk about unicorns and guys that can – Defend, run the floor, shoot threes. I watched uh, the the Eurobasket game today between Latvia and Slovenia, which was a fantastic game, by the way. Uh, very, very hard-fought game that went down to the wire. Porzingis was a monster, 34 points, hitting threes, running the court, blocking shots. It was, I, I mean, I, there's no way I can put, uh, I, I can't put CJ ahead of Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps is going to be, a monster. He should be the guy in New York this coming season. It's time for him to be the alpha dog, I think. And by all indications, that is what New York wants him to do. But uh, that game today, Slovenia-Latvia went down to the wire. Slovenia advances to play Spain. Goran Dragic hit some big shots late. And Luka Doncic, or Doncic, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce Luka's name. If we have any folks in the Slovenian community... Please let me know how to correctly pronounce Luka Doncic's name. Uh, but that guy balled. And he's like 18, had 25 points, hit some big shots down the stretch. Just incredible competence for an 18-year-old kid. And I was absolutely blown away that this guy is still not in the NBA. I want him in the NBA yesterday. The, I, I, I know I, I tweeted about that and a lot of Euro basketball Twitter who who clearly, and I get why, they love him so much. It's kind of like when uh, a new band comes onto the scene or a new artist and all of his fans, when he's not as quite quite as popular, start talking about how great he is and you kind of don't believe it, but now people are jumping on him and they get possessive. And and, and people want to claim him as mine, that I'm the real fan and you're not. But uh, so I think that was a little bit of what happened with my Doncic tweet with Euro Basketball Twitter. But uh, that guy's good. And uh, I would I would love to see a team. I, I, Michael, I know Michael Porter's out there. I know Marvin Bagley's out there. I know a, a couple of guys that are uh, have a lot of hype around them surrounding the draft that are American players, that are going to be American college players. But this guy, Doncic, man, I have never seen an 18-year-old with like that size that can play the wing position out of Europe that is already this good at 18. Uh, it is it's pretty pretty fantastic uh, to see. So whoever gets Luka Doncic, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of fan bases that are going to be hoping for Luka Doncic. But back to the point about the NBA rank, Kristaps Porzingis at 33. He had a great game today in Eurobasket. Bradley Beal at 32, I think. Uh, the size there uh, probably is a, is a big factor. Also, the fact that he was on a, a team that had a better record uh, also plays a big factor in Beal being ahead of there. 
and, and I think also Beal showed that he he kind of took a step last year uh, and and was able to be healthy and all that stuff and and played well in the playoffs. And then Lamarcus Aldridge at 31, I know a lot of people ragged on his postseason performance. Uh, he, he, he didn't perform well when he was the lone guy against the Golden State Warriors. We all know that. But he also had a monster game against the Houston Rockets without Kawhi Leonard to seal uh, a series victory in Houston on the road, which was a fantastic game by Aldridge. And I think that even though there's been kind of a, a rocky summer around the Spurs and Aldridge, that there's been these reports that the Spurs want to trade him or that Aldridge wants to leave because he doesn't like, uh, you know, things haven't gone the way that they want. But I think Aldridge at 31 is still a pretty fair ranking. But I think CJ McCollum in the 30s is in the good range, even though I think he's a little bit farther back than he should be. So uh, we're going to keep it short today. Like I said, we're going to have another episode of Locked on Blazers coming later this week. Going to get excited for the NBA season. Going to have a guest on, and we're going to have some fun talking hoops. So keep it locked on Blazers. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Apple Podcasts, I guess is what they call it now. Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe to us. Leave us a review. And we will catch you later on this week with another edition of Lockdown Blazers. Until next time.